Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. The Westwood One Podcast Network presents The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I know a little bit about Fiji and a little bit about illnesses in Fiji, a little bit about healing methods in Fiji. I spent a lot of years in Fiji and the islands long before Fiji water was exported to America. And I was in Fiji as a plant, ethnobotanical plant collector, while it was still a colony of Britain. There, did I tie it to Trump yet? Sufficient for you to keep listening? Uh, it's really not tied to him, but I'm sure that you, that's all you want to hear. Is somehow is Trump related to the Fiji flu deaths? Can he save the people? No, he has nothing to do with this. But my headline is Fiji flu deaths related to Spanish flu of 1918 that killed 50 to 100 million people. Did that get your attention? Why is it in Fiji now? Well, I promised that would be on today's radio show, and it will. But before I get to the young couple dying after contracting a flu in Fiji, I want to tell you we have a big victory today. Victory may be around the corner. Eddie Gallagher may be freed. The Savage Nation did it again. Apparently, Trump heard us. Whether he did this directly or indirectly is irrelevant. It is because we have a president who cares about the troops and about the military. They fired the verminous prosecutor who persecuted this hero, Eddie Gallagher. As far as I'm concerned, the prosecutor should be in prison. But I felt the same way about Lieutenant Behenna. The military is filled with cowards with law degrees who prosecute men a thousand times better than themselves. And it just happened to Gallagher, but he's about to be freed, I hope. It's a big victory. Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher freed, possibly, maybe. Should Trump have ignored Mayor Khan there? I worked Trump in. I think he should have. I think it demeans him and the presidency, by the way, for him to keep taking the bait from a minnow such as Mayor Khan, the Muslim hater of London. And I believe he should not have responded to the bait that a reporter threw at him. It does not serve America. It does not serve Britain. It does not serve the dignity of the office. And I am sick of it, frankly. Somebody ought to tell a president, stop responding to every provocation. There, I got that out of my system. Young couple dies after contracting mystery virus in Fiji. Well, what is this? What is this about? First of all, they were a healthy young couple, David and Michelle Paul. They went to Fiji on a dream vacation. They get a mysterious illness. They began feeling unwell the day before they're supposed to leave Fiji and return home two weeks ago. Okay, they got to the hospital and nothing could happen. No one could save them. Now, they were very healthy people, by the way. And I want to explain to you that this is something very interesting that you may not understand. It's very, very counterintuitive. Healthier people are at a greater risk of dying from some of these viruses than weaker people. I know it doesn't make sense, but I will explain that to you. I will explain what a cytokine storm in the body is and why it happens more so in a healthy person than a person who is marginally healthy. It's incredibly, incredibly ingenious the way the influenza virus keeps, keeps adapting. The influenza virus, as you know, is a virus that reasserts itself. It gets married, it produces offspring, it spreads through populations. But the offspring of such viral marriages may look like their parents, 
but the new viruses can be so different from their parent virus, enough so to fool human and immune systems and knock people down or knock them out. Now, let me go back in time. I think you may find this of interest. I know Trump's not involved. I didn't know Trump back in the uh, 70s and 80s when I was collecting plants in the islands. He was at Studio 54 and uh, building buildings, I suppose, gambling casinos. I never heard of him, actually. I didn't know who he was. But he has nothing to do with the story. So if you're only obsessed with Trump news, you're on the wrong station. Anyway, going back to the late 60s when Fiji was still a colony, Michael Savage, yours truly, was an ethnobotanist, a plant collector searching for medicinal plants, not only in Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, Marquesas, some of the remote, most remote islands in the world. I'd go into the islands. I'd live with folk healers. I'd listen to the old women who tell me what plants they used. They'd take me out in the field. We'd collect the plant. I'd collect the plant, press the plant, save the plant. We'd then collect some of the raw plant, dry the plant, send it back to the National Cancer Institute for analysis. That's what I did for many years. I was obsessed with it. In fact, more so obsessed with that than I am with politics because there was more truth in that than there is in politics. But let me not go back to that. What I want to go back to is Fiji. So I'm in the, in the islands collecting different trips. And on one of the trips, I got such a severe sore throat, I thought that I was going to go down for good. I mean, I was young and healthy, but it, it hit the bottom of my throat in such a way I had never had a sore throat. Lucky for me, I was in a village collecting medicinal plants, and one of the elders, a woman who was a folk healer, made some concoction for me, which she had me drink over a two-day period, and it suppressed the throat, the, the uh, infection in my throat. Now, I collected the plants. It's in my book, Secrets of Fijian Medicine. This show is not about selling you the book. It's not about telling you what the plant is. The point is this, that when I had left for the islands, one of the professors at the university warned me not to spend too much time in these islands. He said, what's wrong with you? You're a kid from New York. What are you doing going into these jungles to collect medicinal plants? He said, do you know that there are tropical illnesses that military personnel contracted after world, during World War II in some of these jungles that no one has ever been able to isolate the organism no one even knows what caused these illnesses. I said, ah, don't be stupid. It's not going to happen to me. I believe I contracted a weird organism that hit my, th- my weak point, which is my throat. It always has been because my tonsils were removed uh, when I was five years of age because that's what they did in those days. They were stupid. It would be like amputating your brain if you had too many headaches. But doctors were ignoramuses when I was a child. So they removed the tonsils, which are an immune or gland. And so my throat is very sensitive. It's odd that I'm in this field. And I got, uh, you know, whatever the organism was, it seems to have migrated to the weakest point in my body, which is my throat. Okay. But I was healed. But to this day, to this day, when I get weak and don't feel good, that spot bothers me. Okay. Now, let's come up to here. Come up to here. Young couple goes to Fiji. They're about to go home. They get a flu-like illness, and they can't be saved. They go to a hospital in Australia, and it's too late. So what's going on here? Well, I looked into this, and give, I'm going to give you a thumbnail sketch of what I would do if I had unlimited, an unlimited budget at the NIH to investigate this. We know that it's a deadly influenza strain. That we know. Okay, that we all know. Does anyone at the NIH or the CDC who is listening to this show, maybe one of you is, maybe one of you is not a politician with a bow tie, can anyone listening to this show tell me, if you're in the tropical medicine field, why you think, these young people died. These are healthy young people. They would die from the flu in Fiji. Why? Well, as I said earlier, I said earlier, 
the flu varieties that we are seeing are related to the 1918 flu pandemic that killed 50 to 100 million people. Did I get your attention yet? It was called the Spanish flu. In the early days of medicine, they would call it the Hong Kong flu or the Spanish flu. But since politicians have taken over the medical field, they won't even identify the origins of various viruses anymore or diseases because you may start asking questions about people coming in from Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Mexico uh, with microbes that we can't cure, by the way, because we don't even know what they are. But let's go back to Fiji. Why is this flu spreading throughout Fiji right now? There's a surge of cases of severe acute respiratory illnesses, and it particularly hits young adults. It even killed four pregnant women who live in Fiji. Why? Why is this occurring all of a sudden? Well, two cyclones hit Fiji recently, and it left a lot of people living in crowded conditions. And what happens when you have crowded conditions, as you see in L.A. with the homeless bums, when you have people crowding together with bad hygiene, as you see in Los Angeles with a typhus outbreak, which I warned you would happen three years ago, while you were still worrying about this and that, I told you the bums would kill all of us if we didn't get this under control. Okay, so the bums are spreading, the typhus is spreading around amongst the bums. Next, you're going to see the plague. You're going to see the plague break out in America because of the, the politicians who will not round up the homeless and give them the help that they need. So disasters spark epidemics because people are living together in crowded conditions with poor um, hygiene, etc. And so in this case, there's a surge of uh, cases of this virus in Fiji, right? So now you have two Americans, they go over there, and they pick up the virus somewhere, which is not that difficult to figure out. Could have been anywhere. Could have been a, a glass of water, a tabletop. Could have been anywhere, right? That's how you get a virus. Touch something, rub your nose, whatever. And so this slightly different flu strain is related to the old one and which is related to the Spanish flu. It's no longer H1N1 PDM09. It's now A, they think it's AH1N1 PDM, but not 09. It's a different virus. You don't have to know all of that. When unvaccinated people get infected, their body has an immune reaction. What does that mean? What is an immune reaction? Well, what happens is the body releases cytokine cells. What is a cytokine cell? It's a leukocyte, a white blood cell. And what happens in a healthy person is that the extensive leukocyte migration heads to the lungs and causes a destruction of lung tissue, and liquid collects in the lungs, making it difficult for the patient to breathe, right? Now, here's the odd part. In contrast to other pandemics, which mostly killed the old and the very young. The 1918 Spanish flu pandemic killed unusual numbers of young adults, which may have been due to their healthy immune systems, which mounted a too strong and damaging response to the infection. Now, maybe that's too much information in the age of Trumpisms, but that's what you just got. And it's important for you to understand what is going on in the world around you and the world outside of you. Young couple dies after contracting mystery virus in Fiji. I told you it is related to the fact that they were too healthy, not too weak. What does that have to do with you? I don't know. You figure it out. By the way, today we're giving out copies of A Savage Life. I received my first printed copies of this new edition. It includes exclusive never before published material. 
and I'm going to give out copies to anyone who gets on the show today, 855-407-282. The other topic is Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher may be freed as a result of the corrupt prosecutor being fired. Should Trump have ignored Mayor Khan's barbs? Yes. Is he taking the bait? Yes. Should Americans worship the British royal family? No way, Jose. Savage. Okay, flies, mosquitoes, bugs. You know, it's summertime already. It's hot. The only thing more annoying than, well, Nancy Pelosi or anti-Trumpers or, uh, well, whatever that bothers you. The only thing worse than fake news, Maxine Waters, and uh, how shall I say, Chuck Schumer, are flies and other insects invading your home. To me, they're in the same category. Now, who knows where those flies were last? The fly that just landed on your hamburger, well, could have been anywhere from another piece of food to, well, just think about it. So we'd like to thank our sponsors over at Dynatrap. What is Dynatrap? It's the leading manufacturer of outdoor mosquito and insect traps. Well, now they've come up with something for indoor pests. Now, it's not going to get rid of Nadler or Schiff, but the Dynatrap Flylight will get rid of flies, fruit flies, mosquitoes, and other pesky little insects. And you know what? It really works. It really works. Forget those disgusting fly strips. You don't live in an outhouse, do you? Use the Dynatrap Flylight. It looks like a subtle nightlight. It plugs into any indoor outlet. I have them in my house. Trust me. I've been using the Dynatrap Flylight for a couple of days now. It's insane the number of insects it has caught that would otherwise be buzzing around my home. I cannot say, though, that it caught Nadler or Schiff, but it did catch mosquitoes, flies, and other disgusting bugs and insects. Get yours at Dynatrap.com. That's Dynatrap.com. D-Y-N-A-T-R-A-P.com. D-Y-N-A-T-R-A-P.com. Enter the promo code SAVAGENATION and get 15% off any of their products. That's D-Y-N-A-T-R-A-P.com. Promo code SAVAGE. Dynatrap, the safe, silent, and simple solution to household insect control. Extra, extra, hear all about it. Fiji flu deaths related to Spanish flu of 1918 that killed 50 to 100 million people. Why is it in Fiji now? Next story, victory around the corner. Eddie may be freed. Savage Nation did it again. Trump heard you. Prosecutor fired. Next headline in the Savage Nation. Well, I can keep going, but I'm not going to keep going. I'm going to take your calls. New York, Chris is calling about something else. What's on your mind, Chris? 30 seconds or less. Good afternoon, Dr. Savage. I just want to say you're absolutely right when you say that President Trump should stop being provoked so easily. You said over a year ago he should stop tweeting so much. And he is the President of the United States. Well, he's a native New Yorker like me and yourself. It's just not presidential and it's just not productive. Let me explain something. I'm identical to Donald Trump with regard to not letting a bug go by that insults me. I, too, am easily provoked. If people insult me, I I will react. I will strike back. Or I'll strike first if I see it coming. But I am a talk show host. I am not the leader of the free world. He is now the leader of the free world. He is the leader of the United States of America. He is the president of the United States. He's not simply a hot-tempered New York businessman. Period. That's my whole point. Exactly. And I think he forgets that sometimes. I think he sees the presidency as just another asset or a notch on his bedpost, uh, for lack of a better way to describe it. Now, before we continue with this uh, conversation, did you vote for Donald Trump? Absolutely. Good. Would you vote for him again? Well, what what choice is there? I mean, it's like you said. Thank you. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. He's not going to change because he doesn't have to change. 
And he figures those who are going to vote for him will vote for him no matter what he does. And those who hate him will never vote for him, which is a calculation that's a mistake. Because Donald Trump needs every vote he can get. Donald Trump especially needs the moderate independence. And if he does not reach out to them, he's not going to get them. And I'm afraid we'll then have uh, Joseph over Biden. And I'm not looking to Joseph over Biden with the overbite. But let's move on. Thank you for the uh, observation. And it is a keen observation. I am the same way. I am easily provoked. And I should not be a politician, which is why I am not a politician. But he is now the president of the United States. And he must control his instincts to react to every provocation. Because like every giant, a giant can be brought down by a midget with the wrong kind of reaction. And for this little guy in London, this evil man in London, this hateful hater in London, to become the topic is a mistake. So now we've been distracted by talking about Trump again. Let's go on to the other topics. California, Robin, line four. Go ahead, please. Yes, Dr. Savage. I was wondering, in your opinion, with the couple who died in Fiji, would they have been able to survive uh, if they had been treated here in the United States? I think, yes. I think that if they had known what they had early on and had gotten themselves to a hospital almost immediately and they were treated with antiviral drugs such as Oselt Amavir, it could have probably stopped the infection from spreading into a life-threatening illness. There are antiviral drugs that could have been administered, but they were in, in uh, Fiji, then they were flown to Australia. It was too late at that point because the cytokine reaction that I described earlier had already provoked the immune system into flooding their lungs with liquid, and they were basically drowning to death. It's a horrible thing to think about, but that's how disease works. And fortunately for you, the listener, I've actually studied epidemiology. If it's too much for you, I am sorry. I don't apologize. Hey, do you wish that that ugly double chin would just disappear? Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, people see it. Your jawline, it tells your age. I'm sorry. Here's Robin from Lubbock, Texas. She said, I put GenuCell jawline cream on my neck two or three days ago. This is the best my neck has looked in 20 years. People told me my face looks young. I'm blown away, she says. With Chamonix MDL technology, GenuCell's brand new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin on the neck area for tight, healthy, younger-looking skin. You'll see your mirror smile back at you or 100% of your money back, no questions asked. Call now and the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness is free with your order. Text SAVAGE to 77453. Text SAVAGE for those free gifts. Text SAVAGE to 77453. And to start seeing results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell Immediate Effects is also yours for free. No double chin, no turkey neck, and no sagging jawline because no one needs to know your age. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com or text SAVAGE to 77453. Get your two free gifts and free shipping now. Text SAVAGE to 77453 or visit GenuCell.com. Text SAVAGE to 77453 or GenuCell.com. Well, I think he's been a uh, not very good mayor from what I understand. 
He's done a poor job. Crime is up. A lot of problems. And I don't think he should be criticizing uh, a representative of the United States that can do so much good for the United Kingdom. Uh, We talked about it before. He should be positive, not negative. He's a negative force, not a positive force. And if you look at what he said, he hurts the people of this great country. And I think he should actually focus on his job. It'd be a lot better if he did that. He could straighten out some of the problems that he has and probably some of the problems that he's caused. There is Donald Trump responding to a British journalist who uh, confronted him about his dispute with the hater, the Mayor Khan of London. Now, we all hate Mayor Khan. He's a despicable little man, a horrendous hater of the West, a horrendous hater of white people. It's clear as a bell this man hates Donald Trump because he represents everything he hates, which is everything good about the world. However, Trump does not have to respond to him. He's there on a state visit. He's not in a street fight with some bum in the street. So someone pushes him. Okay, he didn't push him. He didn't have to respond. I'll tell you how Ronald Reagan would have responded if a journalist asked him, what do you think of the London mayor attacking you? He would have smiled in that Reagan-esque way. And he would have said, oh, he's not a... Something along the lines of, this is not a time to talk about that. We're here to work with the Queen in England. Thank you for your question. Moved on, just moved on. Not been provoked and responded. See, he was drawn into it again. Now, if you want to hear the voice of the horror man, the uh, con man, the con man con, that's not a bad one. Mayor Con the con man. How many years have we been warning you what immigration does to a nation? See, if you had wave after wave of Muslims coming into England who are patriotic, and some are, I suppose, haven't seen too many recently. I don't know where they are. I know they had a lot to do with my being banned from England. It's a real sore point for me. See, I'm the only member of the American media banned from entering England. You may not know that because I'm not Mr. Uh, Blonnie Wallbanger, uh, etc., nor the beached whale. They could go over there. I can't. That's because they're no threat to anybody. They're simply neocon mouthpieces. I'm an actual threat to them. I don't know how, but I can't go to England. I can't go to England primarily because of the Muslims who have invaded England and taken over the political structure of England, as you well know. How do I know this to be true? I investigated very deeply. I spent a fortune trying to get my name off the list. I wrote a whole book about it called Banned in Britain, and we found through a court case that the prime minister of the time, I think Gordon, whatever his name is, Gordon Brown, I believe, I'm not sure, he actually wrote a secret memo about me saying we need to ban this guy Savage to balance out the list. So they put me in league with child killers, uh, actual murderers, and banned me from entering England. It's a a terrible, terrible blot on their name, not mine. And interestingly enough, the man who might be the next prime minister, Boris Johnson, in a way came to my defense. He said, are we that fickle of people? that we should be frightened of this American radio host, Michael Savage. In other words, he did the right thing. Didn't matter what I was saying. Uh, I'm just an American. First of all, my show wasn't even broadcast in England. So how did they find out what I was saying here? How? Well, I know how. It's also in in that book. But it's not not the point of today's show. Now, maybe when Boris Johnson becomes uh, prime minister, I might apply my petition. Remember, I, I ran a petition. I asked you to sign to Donald Trump to lobby to get my name off that list when he went to England. Remember, I withdrew the petition. I never told you why I withdrew it. 
I withdrew it because I realized Trump had enough political troubles as it was. And he did not. First of all, he wouldn't have run with it. Let me be very clear. Wouldn't have run with it at all. I know that it would have been a smart political decision to not run with Michael Savage's being banned in England. Not now. But maybe after Boris Johnson becomes prime minister, if he does, I might then ask you to sign the petition. I might then send it to Donald Trump and say, I would like very much if you can get my name off that ban list, because it's a blot on the English people, not on me. He might do it. He might not do it. I don't know. But this is not the time. The timing was wrong, in other words. Again, I want to go back to this. I'm giving out free copies. I just got my first copy today. It's my autobiography, in a way, A Savage Life. Now, this, I don't want to deceive anybody. This was previously published as train tracks. But hold on. I was never happy. You won't believe what's going on in my studio. My chair is collapsing. My printer isn't working. <laughs> and people have been putting up for two days straight. My chair keeps going down. You know about these office chairs? I keep pumping it up. And as I'm talking, the chair is descending. You won't believe this. The guys are laughing on the other side of the screen. <laughs> Got to keep reaching down and hitting that switch. So it's a cheap chair I bought in the office depot or something a couple of years ago. Apparently, the pneumatic switch broke on it or something. The hydraulics are gone. So I'm talking. It all sounds like the amazing shrinking talk shows. The chair is going down. The printer doesn't work. So anyway, today comes in the, the first copies of A Savage Life, previously published as Train Tracks. But I had asked the publisher to put it back out in a paperback, larger edition, new stories added, and a better picture of me. And that's what they did. And it's a paperback, so you can afford it. But I think it's a perfect book for those of you who uh, who like the show and want a copy of this book if you never had it. Or if you have the other one, you're going to want this one. Why? Again, I will tell you, I have not asked for large printing. I asked for small printing. I said to the publisher, please, please. Please, this is not going to be a bestseller. I'm not in competition with bestselling books. I'm sick of thinking about bestsellers. It's an obsession that has destroyed literature and writing. It's just a fine book of my stories. I want it back out there in a small number for the loyalists who want to buy it. That's it. End of story. You're not going to see me on any TV shows. I'm not going to talk about myself, but I'm going to give them out from now until Father's Day to anyone who gets up on the show. It's that simple. God, I'm just short of time. I... It's like a gun to my head every day, the radio show now, right? Isn't that amazing? Kansas Bruce, line one, go ahead, please. Yes, I was curious if you think that flu vaccination would have helped these people in Fiji? You know, it's an intriguing question. I myself do not take flu vaccines here in America. I never have and I never will. And there's a number of reasons I won't. And the main reason I won't is because the strain of flu that is generally circulating in flu season is different than the strain of flu that was used to design the vaccine. So it's totally ineffective, generally. Okay, so, yeah, you can get vaccinated. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's of any value uh, beforehand. I do think, however, that if you do get the infection, you should not try to self-treat something as serious as this strain, and you should go to a hospital immediately and ask for an antiviral drug, uh, such as the one that they're using in Fiji, Oseltamivir, which can stop the infection from spreading into a life-threatening illness. So that's the short answer and the long answer uh, all at once. Christine in Alabama, line two, welcome to the Savage Nation. Hello, Dr. Savage. Oh, yes, fire away. 30 seconds or less, young lady. I absolutely love train tracks. I would love a copy of this book. And you intrigue me every single day with your knowledge. I take vitamin C crystals because you said 
that it will decrease. Yeah, it did, didn't it improve your health? Uh, I have osteoarthritis from a car wreck 35 years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. Well, you're going to get a copy of a Savage Life because you're a loyal fan in Alabama. Isn't that a state that a lot of people won't visit today because of abortion? They've got a problem. I read that book, and the what the the evil that goes on behind the four walls of Planned Parenthood. Everybody needs to read it. God bless them. They can do what they want. It's states' rights. You know, I, I thought it was so stupid of Gavin Newsom to say, "Come to California for an abortion." There's another example of a man who doesn't have the right advice. What's happening is you've got a lot of politicians who are not stupid, who are reacting instead of thinking, and they have no advisors that they listen to. It's with Trump reacting to Khan. It's with uh, M- Mayor Gavin Newsom now reacting to the abortion thing, saying, come to California for an abortion. It diminishes him. It diminishes the office of the governor to do a thing like that. Savage. Now, here's some good news. It looks like justice has finally prevailed, but we don't know how this is going to work out. Former Deputy Scott Peterson, you remember him, the coward who did nothing while the kids were being shot? I don't know if you remember this story. During uh, the shooting at Stoneham Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in February of 2018, this cowardly sheriff hid behind the post and did nothing. And then he resigned shortly thereafter. Remember, we were outraged by this and kids got killed. He was just arrested for child neglect, culpable negligence following the shooting. This is a big story. Listen to what they said. They did a long investigation. He was arrested on seven counts of neglect of a child, three counts of culpable negligence, and one count of perjury, booked into the Broward County Jail on a $102,000 bond. It shows, according to investigation, the former Deputy Peterson did absolutely nothing to mitigate the MSD shooting that killed 17 children, teachers, and staff, and injured 17 others, said Florida Department of Law Enforcement Commissioner Rick Swearingen. He added, there can be no excuse for his complete inaction and no question that his inaction costs lives. That is right. That is right. Now, this guy, this guy, Peterson, refused to investigate the shooting while it was going on and retreated behind a pillar while victims were being killed inside the school. If convicted, Sheriff Peterson faces a maximum punishment of 96 and a half years in state slammer. Well, we'll see how that works out. Whaley gets a shyster lawyer to fly down from New York to say that he did what any normal man would have done. Yeah, right. Here it comes. Fiji flu deaths related to swine flu and Spanish flu that killed 50 to 100 million people. It's a different strain at that. Yes, it is. They keep modifying, and uh, it's a different one, but it's related to the original Spanish flu of 1918, and it's very worrisome because here in America, as I have Warned you before. I'm the only one who warned you before everyone else, and I have to take credit for it because I will not get it from anyone else. I will tell you again, immigrants and epidemics are a huge topic that is not being talked about by this government or anyone else. Now, this is very interesting. Of all of the rejections of the flood of immigrants coming in, which we've forgotten about, by the way, because our dear leader is in England right now. We're not allowed to even remember the southern border. And while dear leader is enjoying roast beef and uh, 1990 Chateau Lafitte. We, the little people, are not supposed to remember the domestic problems that we have, such as the flood of illegal aliens pouring over the border uh, in in hordes. Hordes of them are pouring over. But I realize because the beached whale has not mentioned it today, you're no longer interested in illegal immigration. But since I've been talking about that topic since 1994, I shall continue. 
And unfortunately for you and unfortunately for those in the CDC who are negligent in their duties, who should be tried the way a secretary, Scott Peterson, is being tried. Yes, I'll repeat that. The scientists in the Centers for Disease Control who are not alerting America to the to the viruses and other diseases that are coming over the border with the flood of illegals. One day, one day, perhaps they will be held responsible in this country and they will be tried for neglect neglect because if i was running the cdc i'd be warning america about all the diseases that are coming in from honduras guatemala and el salvador and why there are suddenly paralytic flu-like diseases affecting our children and crippling them swept under the rug by the corrupt cdc The Westwood One Podcast Network.